I'll just I'm gonna put my hands on my lap, dude. Like I'm in All school. Right. Like I'm in school. You're the teacher. How do I sound? Do I sound juicy today? Oh great. All right. I've got dude, I've switched the microphone around so much. You know, it's funny, Dion actually ended up getting the same mic too, because he was like, Wow, that sounds so good. So he bought the like slightly upgraded one that you can turn the mm-hmm. lights off. We're all rich now. We all have $25 mics. Welcome back to the 321 Backlog podcast, where we talk about games from our backlog. My name is Alec, and this is James. (laughs) (laughs) Don't confuse the people. How did I I even... Hold on. How did I actually just claim to be you? Welcome back to the... Nope, nope. We're keeping that? We're keeping it in. All right, cool. I'm not going to let you do it. All right. You're not going to... All right. Great. (laughs) I feel like we haven't talked in a minute about anything other than, like, bullshit. Uh, what am I trying to say? I don't even know anymore. All right, man. It's not like we're trying to do a podcast or anything. Is it possible to... Um, I don't really know how the Steam Deck works, but it, would this be a game you can put on your Steam Deck? Dude, yes. We're going to put that in there. Like, the Steam Deck, to me, from what I've heard from you, sounds like it's, like, a more polished way to emulate... So, yeah, it's funny you say that. It actually, I think it emulates Windows games is what it does. So there's it's Linux-based, but it has, like, uh, essentially Proton, which I think emulates Windows through Linux. But you it you can do a lot more than emulate. So I played most of Death Stranding on the Steam Deck. Almost, actually, all of it I played on the Steam Deck. And I've probably played 40% of Diablo on the Steam Deck, too. But there's, like, hoops to get. Like, you got to jump through in order to get it going. This week, we're actually going to be discussing Diablo 4. It's a very spooky game, and it just came out. It's not necessarily backlog material, but it's a pretty big deal to everybody. It, it kind of, you know, it, was, it may not have been backlog, but it was definitely... Um, it was going to go big, on my log. Yeah, it was going to go immediately, so front yeah, that's log. fine, you know. Welcome to the 321 Front Log Podcast. I like it. Uh, we're a lot more, yeah. So Diablo 4, it's an action role-playing game, uh, kind of a loot-based game. Uh, it's published by Blizzard Entertainment. It's the fourth installment in the Diablo series because Diablo Immortal never happened. Uh, the game was announced at BlizzCon in 2019 and released on June 5th, 2023, with early access starting on June 1st. We did both participate in the early access. We paid them extra Diablo bucks. We sold our soul to the devil to play a little bit early. And it was worth it, I think. Right, right, right to Lilith. Right, to, yeah. We gave them money right to her. We got roped in. So we started playing the day that it came out. Probably I started playing within the hour. I think you did too, right? Yeah, within an hour of the servers launching. And yeah. I, I think my wait time to get into... Uh, into the server was probably 25 30 minutes okay and i think you were pretty pretty about probably about the same but it was offset by maybe 10 minutes or so yeah i had my own experience trying to get in i as soon as i went to log in it was like you got to update your video drivers i pre-installed the game and everything and it was like hey 
NVIDIA just released video driver update two days ago. You got to fix it. So I tried to do that. It failed to install. And then I was, it failed like four times to download and install the drivers. And then I looked it up and people were like, oh yeah, just don't, just click out of the message and ignore it. Because oh, okay. it, it sucks anyway. They said that the update was causing crashes and, and stuttering. So I don't. I don't know if my video card ended up, ended up needing to be updated. I know that after the game pre-installed, the Blizzard launcher like forced me to reboot yeah. uh, before it would launch. And then that had its own update, and then that's when I got put in line to access the servers. Okay. So it wasn't too... So I think as far as a Blizzard game launching goes, I'd say it was pretty good. Even, even when it rolled out to like open access or whatever you want to call it, like to public, the peasant access. Yeah. Um, it still didn't do too bad. I think it was pretty good. I didn't have too many crashes related to the server or anything like that. There's been some weird rubber banding, but I'm used to that with video games like this. Yeah, I don't think I... I think this would have been my my first Blizzard Diablo launch. Sorry, let me rephrase that. This is my first time playing a Blizzard game at launch that was Diablo. I've played like half of the World of Warcrafts um, every time they would launch a new one after, yeah. I think after Lich King, when I got in there, I think I did every launch that there was for a couple games, but I, I don't think Diablo was ever that high on my list. Yeah, I, I, I've i never played a, I don't know, I think I might have played Diablo 3 at launch, and there was a lot of weird issues where the game would just not launch at all and a lot of people were returning it. That game was kind of a disaster anyhow, but I've played several World of Warcraft things at launch, the expansions. I remember yeah. specifically there was the one where it was Cataclysm and there was the underwater level. Yep. And it was the whole entire like first area, start area was underwater. And I remember all of us just in, I think it was Skype at the time, just struggling through that. And it was, it was just, it's cool. It's a fun thing. It's like a midnight release party with the boys. Yeah. All, yeah. Because for Diablo 4, we, we got on at what, 7 p.m. Eastern. And then we played, I think, well after midnight. Oh, yeah. I, I played oh. way later than I should have. But, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I just got up and got back on. It's, crazy how this all worked out my wife got sick that <laughs> sounds bad <laughs> honey honey you're fine you're fine just playing in the other room no well so she got sick and and i generally i don't get very sick i think because i work around so many sick people i usually can catch something and kick it really quick but i ended up taking the whole week off of work <laughs> because I would like wake up and I'd have like one symptom and I'd be like, all right, well, I shouldn't work today. And then I would, you know, by the end of the night, I would feel better or feel worse, depending just the opposite of what I felt when I woke up. Right. So I ended up having an entire week to play this game. It wasn't planned. I just took the week off and that's yeah. the way my scheduling oftentimes works. So yeah, I, I got, it's kind of funny how that worked out. I just played a lot of Diablo the first week, but yeah, yeah, I I try I tried to keep up. I I didn't even know it was launching, or honestly, I didn't even know it was coming out. And then you said, "Hey, we're getting on tonight. We're playing Diablo for launch." I was like, "All right, what are you talking sure, about?" I'll spend and, eighty dollars on a win. Sure, like, let me just go ahead and drop wait, that. Wait, oh, what is this sorry. game about? Sorry, sorry, honey. You know, so that oh, was whoops, whoops. <laughs> no, it's all right. Take, take, well, yeah, I won't I won't go into that, but. Um, yeah, so we played it. It was, it was fun. Um, it's not a game I typically gravitate towards. I have played the, I think I played Diablo 2, 
maybe some three. I never played the first one. I, yeah, I know that for sure. Is old. Yeah, I, I, I mean, when we, you and I have been playing Blizzard games for yeah, what, well over fifteen years. So I mean, it's. Have you it, ever played this style of game? You have. I know you. Have, yeah. Uh, what's what's that? Answer. What's that one that you always were on? Um, Path of Path of Exile. Isn't that similar? Okay. Yeah, it's actually yeah, it's the true so, Diablo three. <laughs> so uh, you know, I I think that I I tried playing with you on that a couple times. I don't really think I played any other type of game like this where it has that like you have I, well isometric view. Well, or, I don't know if you're gonna pick the one I think you are because I don't know if that is the same. Uh, Borderlands 2, I think, falls heavily. Borderlands in general actually falls in this category a lot. Really? It's not isometric top-down, but oh, okay. it's like the loot thing, yeah, and that's what drives the game. And I think right. I, I think that's why I enjoyed Borderlands 2 so much, because it's a mix of two genres that I really enjoy. Yeah. Looter-shooter. Th- yeah, looter-shooter. I definitely, the shooter part saved it for me. Yeah. I, I think because there's such a... And it's it's a hard thing to articulate because it's like this in other games as well, but like the uncertainty of what you're going to get, yeah, I think kind of throws me off a little bit. Oh, I like that. But for like using Borderlands as the example, like you can get away with it because the shooter aspect is still fun, the story is still fun, all that. You know, I I yeah, I think that's why Diablo's never been at like the the top of my like. Oh yeah, I gotta go play it, Uh, even though it was fun. I think from one big thing for me, I think is just the fact that every one of us was playing it. Even people that I haven't seen play games in a long time, I've just mm-hmm. been seeing them pop up on here. Like a guy I went to school with um, has been playing it a lot. Uh, both of my brother-in-laws are playing it now. Just everybody, it's kind of brought everybody out of the woodworks, I think, because it is such a good game. Yeah, I, I think it, the for a play experience, I think it's better with a group. Yeah. Because trying to catch up to y'all's level because you were, which, to to quick aside with that, on this game, it's not really, it scales to each person's, if you're in a group, everybody is scaled kind of the same as far as what they're seeing. So it isn't, it's not like you're going to have like one person that's really high and just obliterating everything. So it it keeps that level. So, but I do think when I went and tried to play by myself to catch up to those levels between you and, and the rest of our party, it was a lot less enjoyable and a lot harder. So I, I, I definitely enjoyed it more as a group. And yeah, if I was going to go at this uh, without you saying, Hey, let's go play this. I probably would not pick it up again. Okay. Well, that concludes our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> it's still fun. If, if, if you're playing as a group, definitely. For me, I think, I think for it me, says a group is a lot better. Yeah, in general, all games are more fun in a group. You know, it's that's the way I always am. I think mm-hmm. especially these kinds of games, you get better, supposedly, you get better loot, more loot. It's a bigger challenge, I guess. The enemies get stronger when you have more people in a party. Right. So, but it was just cool. Everybody having different abilities. We were all trying to figure everything out at the same time. Yeah. You've got like one of our friends was playing a sorcerer, another uh, was playing the necromancer. So you've got really just like zombies everywhere, all these elements everywhere. I played, I was a werebear druid. Yep. I also played druid. Yeah. But you picked more spellcasting type stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to. I was trying to be more support because I, I, yeah. I, I, I was, I was 
to me, what I was fulfilling as a role in our little group was like, I know you guys are getting much more enjoyment out of this. I just wanted to play, you yeah, know. So I be- like if you didn't if you didn't say hey Diablo's coming out, I never would have bought this. You, might I, you know. Have. Yeah, probably not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I was just like, I want to make sure that I'm playing to hang out with you guys, but also I want you to get, I want you to play what you want to play, and then yeah. I'll just try to support around it, which was, and it was still fun. Um, so our, our abilities didn't like clash. We weren't trying to compete for aggro of being a tank or something like that. So I, I think even though we were still playing a druid, it was a, a different enough yeah. that it kept that party uh, composition pretty balanced. Yeah, and it's also not the kind of game that traditionally needs like three DPS, a healer, and a tank. There's a little bit more flexibility with that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool when two people play the same class and go a different route because you can discuss it as you play and kind of make suggestions and, and see mm-hmm. a little bit more insight to maybe how the game is going to go with your build and stuff. I think you might enjoy it more now that the game has been out a little bit longer and we're kind of seeing a little bit more on the the way talents are going. You might enjoy it a little bit more if you actually go into a more damage role. There's still some support as well, but there's the option to... (laughs) Yeah, I was watching you comb your beard there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's... If you go more into a damage role too, I think you'll enjoy it more, especially for solo play. There's a lot of people that are doing the the werewolf build and then they're using like storm strike, I think it is. Okay. So you're kind of like but it's I don't know, the game's crazy. Uh and there's a whole lot more to discuss about that, but I know this isn't yeah. the, just watch YouTube if you if anybody listening wants advice on builds. It's going to change. They're going to nerf everything and make it impossible to enjoy. Did you know did you know that the I think the lead developer for this was the guy that was lead on Heroes of the Storm. Really? So it'll be yeah. it'll be dead in a couple of years. Yep. <laughs> he had nothing else on his plate. You know, uh, it's just I I really wish Heroes didn't die out how it did. I it's it's I don't know. Yeah. I still I I think that game has a lot more potential to if they just put some effort towards it. But anyway, that's a whole another discussion. But that's that's interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the title he actually is, uh, because it's not... He, I don't know if he's a director or something, but yeah, mm. something. Yeah, he, he was the director, the director. I'm getting a Twitter post here, yeah. Anyways, that game's old. This game is new. Sorry. So we both picked Druid. We kind of went down different routes. We were playing with a pretty diverse group here. Yeah. The, the, for the bro group. Um, the intro video was insanely long. I, while I was trying to install my drivers and everything and waiting in queue, I just watched the intro video on YouTube. Yeah. So that way I was like 13 minutes ahead of, of everything. And also quick aside that we're, we're obviously going to have some spoilers on this. Um, so just keep that in mind. We, we may be talking about some of the plot coming up and, and different parts of the, the game and story. So uh, be warned, there may be some spoilers coming up. So Yeah, but this game has been out for like 10 days, okay? You guys should be done with it by now. <laughs> by uh, the time this recording comes out, it will have been a bit longer. So Yeah, so uh, get it together. In our favor. <laughs> uh, did you... Do, so how did you feel the difficulty was? I know you said it was a little more difficult by yourself. How did you feel overall? Did you pick tier one or two? You picked two because uh, we all. I think did. it was yeah. We all picked tier two. Which okay, honestly, so I don't remember what the difference was. I think it's just more loot, like better loot, more difficult. It's, oh, okay. You know, so. 
yeah, it goes up I, to tier three and then four too. Once you beat oh, the wow. game, you can turn it up and make it a lot harder. Gotcha. I, it was it was much more difficult by myself. Yeah. So I didn't have. I don't know if any of the classes have like a self heal outside of potions. Mm, sort of, but not not like reliably. Not not in the sense that you can just like you know cast a healing spell on yourself. Right. Okay. There's so, like yeah, percentage I, based healing on da- based on damage and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And I think, mitigation um, techniques. Because I because I was building my character out to be support for you guys. Yeah. It didn't translate well by itself. I don't know now in retrospect. I don't really know that that would work well going too far into the game because especially by yourself but mm-hmm. like when you see big group play like there's world bosses where you can go like tons of people fighting against it at the same time right it's just it seems like everyone's just trying to pump out as much damage as possible the best yeah. defense is a good offense son <laughs> yeah and that's and that's one thing uh talking about like different abilities that have like percentages on damage and all that like those very number crunchy mechanics and stuff most games i play i I don't dive too deep into the numbers, which you probably should. Um, you know, talking about Heroes of the Storm, you and and the rest of our group are like looking at towns and like, oh, we get a five percent here and a fifteen on this, and this changes cooldowns. I'm like, yeah, but this one looks cool. You know, I I definitely come at these games. <laughs> this one takes my like, yeah yeah. This I, one I, gives I, me extra magic missiles. I don't really know what it does, but <laughs> exactly. So. I I definitely uh, that part of the game I I don't think I ever really found enjoyment in on those types of games is really like finding those th- th- those those like perfect combination of of balance modifiers and, yeah. and balances and all that so I think that I, I come at a, a bit of a disadvantage not really caring about that and just wanting to just play you know so my build that I made definitely does not do well solo. Well, let's so. next time we all play together, let's look at what you picked and we should if I mean, if you want to. And then we yeah. can kind of go through respecking is super cheap especially at low levels. Also, you can drop gear for somebody from late game and just instantly make that person like rich. Oh nice. Because it'll sell, you know, for $30,000 or whatever right. we're using here. Whatever the currency of the sanctuary is. The balloons. Doubloons. For some reason, I thought you said it's like the the balloons. The balloons, the balloons dude. It's the balloons. balloons. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so you can kind of re- if you're interested, you can kind of respec, and I think you might enjoy the game more too if you can kind of plow through it because people yeah. have fun when there is challenge to a game, but like you're also gonna have fun when you're able to get through it. Like, especially yeah, they- you. Not having not having it in front of me, going off of memory, I think a lot of my abilities were like CC and like damage reduction against enemies. Yeah. So like I I wasn't dealing out next to like I, like any damage. I wasn't doing nearly any at all. Right. But I was lessening the damage that was incoming to the party, yeah. slowing down their movement, stunning them, and all that. So as a, as a party, it worked great. Yeah, but. and that'll be, I think, a lot of those things you can still do, because I have, on my build, it's getting up there. I just hit level 60 last night. Ooh. But yeah, you can still build out for a lot of the damage control and damage reduction stuff and CC, right. but you, I also, in turn, can still dish it out. So I think that's just a little bit of 
you know, respecking and stuff. We'll look at it and do it because I think it'll make the game more fun for you. Talking about the specs for a minute. Yeah. And I don't know if the other Diablos did this, but when when you're picking your character in your main selection screen, you know, we hovered over Druid and it kind of told you like the different things that can do yeah. and how it described it. Thinking thinking back, I was expecting like three or four, or four, I can't remember how many, distinct talent trees. So once you, like I picked the like right. the, all the earth abilities and stuff, I thought I was only going to get access to those, similar to how like WoW does it, where right. if yeah. you're a protection paladin, you just get protection abilities, right? But it was kind of interesting as an option, but I think to me it worked against me because it was just too much. Just because you start out as your werebear, you can then grab werewolf abilities for the druid and spell casting. You can just kind of, you know, pick and choose the whole way down. It's like right. one massive tree with kind of options for each spec in there. Did the other Diablos do that? They didn't do talent, like talent trees, the way that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It was more, I remember on. No, no, I think it was it was kind of similar to how this one is. I know Diablo 2, there's almost like a menu and you just click like extra points into certain abilities and stuff like that. It was a gotcha. little more simplified, but okay. yeah, it wasn't in the sense like I remember in like a like Borderlands being another one where there's talent trees based on the spec and you your goal is to kind of go all the way down the talent tree for the ultimate ability. This one's a mm -hmm. little bit more open, which I think is good for the game. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing because then you can do some of those control abilities while also being in melee range and stuff like that. You don't have to go all the way down one route and limit right. yourself. Yeah, I thought it was thought it was interesting because I can't yeah. think of any other games that that like I know ones that pick and choose, but kind of like that Borderlands example, it kind of like lessens your ability to max out on like another one. So I just thought it was it's just something interesting to call out. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, that's it is true how. Usually in more games we've played, I think there is just a defined tree and you would say like, oh, I'm this spec. Right. Instead of just naming the spec based on kind of some of the abilities you take. So, yeah, yeah that's cool. You played on the PC. I played on a mix of both. Mm -hmm. And then I, I think out of our friend group, I was the first one to be like, dude, the controller play with a controller yeah it works pretty good right i've never played a game that felt this good on controller versus mouse and keyboard yeah i and i think uh, quick quick thing does path of exile let you use a controller or are you locked into that mouse and keyboard they i don't know about on pc but i know it's been released on consoles like it's on okay. xbox and i think playstation so but i it think... can't possibly play that well with a controller just because the game doesn't even play that well with a mouse and keyboard gotcha so i think i think one of the issues i had with this style of game and going way back in our gaming career like runescape <laughs> yeah yeah um that like <laughs> point and click to move mechanic yeah. i never liked that who do you play so, heroes all the time? Well, in and let's be <laughs> honest, the movement in heroes I'm not really a fan of because I mean okay. just like with with that one that has like pathing issues. You don't know where it's going to go. It it that's yeah, whole other thing. But it was just one of those those ways to play the game where I didn't like gravitating towards like this this type of game because of of that mouse and keyboard structure. Right. With the controller, it is so much better on like a play experience the movement is fluid based on your controller joystick moving around you don't have to click and then you know move your cursor while you're holding it and do all that it's just 
much simpler to just use a joystick and your abilities when i'm sitting there uh, i i do like the the flexibility of like how the mouse can switch between targets oh but yeah and that was a big thing i think having everything tied to the mouse for movement and enemy selection and then switching over to your other hand for your abilities i think the controller simplified it but also expanded i don't know how i'm trying to articulate that but it 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 just it felt more intuitive to use the controller than it did to use the mouse and keyboard and i guess i guess the only thing i could say would be someone who's listening to tr- to just try it both ways yeah and you can see that it i i think the keyboard just, or sorry i think the, the the controller it just is a much smoother experience it is too like i know later in the game you're not you're not there yet but we're gonna drag you through hell literally the, yeah 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 maybe the controller ends up being you get a, a horse later on a mount if you will and the mouse and keyboard with the mount feels so janky. Like, you'll get snagged on everything constantly, mm-hmm. but if you use the controller, none of that stuff happens. And I don't know what they did and why that happened. Like, why that, you know, I don't know what, what occurred with the development that made it so much better. But just generally moving, you don't get hung up on stuff, even when you're on foot, nearly mm-hmm. as often. When when you're because I haven't gotten the mount yet. When you try to change direction, if you're at a standstill yeah. and you want to go the opposite direction your horse is pointing, does it try to like go forward slightly then turn? Is that um, maybe what's happening? Is it, it tries to do a fluid motion instead of just flipping it? It tries to like go forward then like turn, you, like a horse movement would be. How yeah, you can have to take a wider right. turn. It does that a little bit, but it's more like you'll be running from one part of a map to another and there's like a random stick on the ground and you're, you will only get hung up on it if you're using a mouse and keyboard. Gotcha. Like if, for some reason, if you're on a controller, your horse is more athletic. I don't know. Right. It's I, the I athlete's controller. How, how, I, how I kind of like perceived what was happening in the coding, and again, I'm not a coder, I don't know if this is true, but like as you were using is. as you were using your mouse to move, I I think you could like click in that direction. Say if you were going to move from left to right, you could click over to the right and just hold the mouse the the key. Good lord, you could just hold down your uh, left click, and it would right. continuously move. I don't remember if that actually was the case or if you had to keep clicking. Uh, you just hold it down. Yeah. So I wonder if it's maybe registering on the map as like continuous individual clicks versus the joystick which is just i don't know i don't know it's it's just it's just weird i'm not sure how it functions but it just that kind of that kind of reminds me of another thing the default in this game left click is like a general like use slash attack slash walk button whereas Mm -hmm. on the on the controller you just point the joystick in the direction and you hit a if you want to do those things as well It's much easier as melee. I've noticed to like you can attack while walking mm-hmm. with the with the with the controller, but if you're on mouse and keyboard, your character pauses while while attacking for a second. Yes, kind of, I don't know, just kind of a weird thing, but it felt really good on a controller. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was easier to select which target you wanted or which enemy you wanted to target with a with a mouse. With the with the controller, it kind of just kind of 
if you were pointing in a certain direction, it would kind of pick whichever one either at random or have some kind of parameters on which enemy it should target if they were all clustered together. And eventually you would kind of whittle through their, 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 their defenses as they went down. But it, that's one thing the mouse had over the controllers. You could actually pick exactly which enemy you wanted with the mouse versus the controller. It kind of just attacked in that general direction. At least that's how it did for me. Isn't that a quote from like Monty Python or something? I don't oh, <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I blow my nose attack in a general direction. Ah, blow my nose at you, so cold. I did notice that with the controller a lot too. Like I would go to use the, I had a ability for a while where you can throw a boulder out and it helps CC by pushing things away. <laughs> there would be times where I would be attacking something on my left, and then I would go to use that on my right to try to get that enemy to leave, and the game would be like, "No, you're fighting the guy on the left. Obviously, you wanted to." So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like aim assist. It can be really good, but it's like not always what you want when you want it. Right. They they both have their pitfalls. Yeah. Uh, keyboard and mouse versus controller. But I think th the controller has more benefits versus cons for sure. Yeah. I think it's kind of necessary though with a controller a lot of the time. I don't know. It was it was it was surprisingly really good. I felt like. If it was before, I've never played Diablo 3 on a controller before, but I feel like if you would have told me this was only going to be controller-based, like console, I would probably have skipped it if I hadn't actually given it a shot. And I think right. a lot of people are having the same experience, too, where it's a lot better than they expected with, yeah. the, with the controller. Um, I played it on the Steam Deck, which there's some hoops you got to jump through to get it to work because blizzard launcher doesn't want to play well with the steam deck but it's crazy how well this game runs it's my computer is kind of old and the steam deck is not a powerhouse necessarily but i had it on high settings and i was running like between 45 and 60 frames on the steam deck now that's Whoa. only it's only 800p on the handheld it shockingly ran really well. I don't. I was very surprised, very impressed with it. Good job, Blizzard. You did great. You can't do anything wrong. <laughs> Another okay. So how? What was the last point you got up to? Do you remember what level you were or anything? I was like very close to forty, which I think is the Holy mount yeah. cutoff. Well, I think I was like high. It's actually 30s. based on story. We've learned now. Okay, balls yeah. that I hadn't gotten that far <laughs> to get a mount. Yeah. So. Oh, let's see. We had Yalenza. I think I was the last thing I was doing was going to Yalenza to then go north, but I think it was a side quest. I, yeah, that means yeah. I don't know, man. There's so many side quests, and and it's all over the place with this game. Yeah. Uh, Jason started playing it the other day, and he was like level forty and still on Act One. Whoa. Okay. Because he was just doing all these side quests, and I was just like, bruh, bruh, bruh. You're gonna like be level eighty when you beat the game. Yeah. So we through 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 like basic setup, we end up meeting this one NPC. It was like this girl that was like, we're trying to find her mother, right? So yeah, I think we we went one. to, I think we dealt and went into that dungeon like three times and then down her mother's demon or whatever. And I, I think that's where I ended. Okay. So I think that might be the end of act one. Yeah. So I, I may be in act two. I don't know how far yeah, into act okay. two I am. Did you enjoy the story of it from what you saw? Like, would you, do you think it was, I feel like these games, the story's not usually a big deal, but how did you feel so about it from what you played? The, 
I'll preface this with, uh, again, World of Warcraft was my Blizzard thing, not Diablo. To me, from what very little I know, it just feels like it's the same story over and over again, right? Like, you're a hero, one of the big bad devils, typically Diablo, is trying to I don't know, do a bad thing, you go stop it, right? And then this time... Apply that Apply that generalized statement to anything, though. I, it's yeah, like, that's just apply it to your I job, like dude. the only <laughs> difference in Diablo 4 was they reskinned Kerrigan, and, you know, you've got a lady devil this time. Like, that's, to me, again, not knowing next to anything about Diablo, that's what it looked like they were doing. Diablo Diablo's lore is pretty deep, bruh. That's there's a lot like I yeah, I know you don't know it, but you know it's Mephisto's daughter. Did you know I that? I did not know that. Yeah, the daughter of hatred. Oh. But yeah, it's Ooh. like it's 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 you know, insert you know, person of bad feeling. They're the they're the big bad, and then you have to go stop their big badness. And I think the reason they all to me feel the same with better graphics is the entire world that you're walking through and like the level design and everything is very like bloody and kind of body horror ish. Um, they all yeah. look and feel the same, right? Interesting. So, so to me, it just felt like, I don't know. You, it's, you go through a, bloody path and there's a dilapidated building hey look there's a flayed body in the corner and a demon pops out rinse and repeat right <laughs> everyone listening yeah. or instead of a demon it's i love it or it's a goat person you know it's like you, yeah there yep. just get to you know that's that's how i see it through my very limited lens i the graphics were great <laughs> but the to me not knowing anything about the story it all feels the same it's weird because a lot of people that play these types of games really like the dark setting and atmosphere that you're describing as kind of like monotonous. Like, was that how you would describe yeah. monotonous? Yeah, it was a... just it was constant. And again, not not gravitating towards these games. Oh man, um, the fast and fast travel was a godsend because if I had to like walk from our main town, like back to the Yalenza, for example, just to, okay, I, I have a quest. I just need to get over here and talk to this dude. And if I had to walk through that every time you get to me, you get to a point in some of these games where you've beat so many enemies, done yeah. all the stuff. This area should be a little safer, right? I don't need to walk through. And after two seconds of being out of a safe zone, 35 demons show up out of nowhere like well that that changes a little bit when you get a mount because you can kind of just like enemies are less attracted to you when you're on right. a mount and then also if you end up in near a pack of them you can hit space bar or b right. I, or right trigger i'm sorry and just like blast through them like your horse will just like ram them out of your right. way so they're but they're still there so it gets you better. just can avoid oh, them yeah, better dude. right so i just Hell is ever present. I I I think I was. T <laughs> it, it may not have come across this way, but what ended up happening? I was getting real, like, very tired at home because it was getting late and just ready to progress stuff. So I think you guys like got caught fighting something. I just kept walking really far and I aggroed so many things. And you guys eventually started 
following me and then you made the comment of like whoa where all the where the you know where'd all these things come from it was like three different groups of uh things that yeah. i aggroed that all just like were resetting and just swarming yeah. back down you know yeah. it just it got to a point where i'm i was at the level even with the build talking about how support based my build was i was at a level where they weren't necessarily a threat but I had to deal with them anyway, and it just got a little annoying. Yeah, I wanted to I was, see the story and continue, but yeah. I had to sit there and, at the time I was using the mouse, just sit there and click over and over and over again. It just got boring. It can be kind of, I agree, it can be kind of frustrating because the, the mob density is decent, I guess, in the game, but... I would I know I notice in dungeons for me a lot of the time like it'll be like you need to go kill this boss and this boss to unlock this door to fight the big boss right, right. So on my character I would find myself just like using as many movement skills as I could to get past everything and through everything and when they would start to catch up to me I would turn around throw that boulder thing down knock them all back further away from me into the dungeon give myself more space to keep going right. And I noticed I would do that a lot because it, it can get kind of like yeah. that, especially and you're you're, you're yeah, using especially your, later in the game. You're using your abilities and resources to avoid the monotonous stuff, right? And you and you you yeah. enjoy these games a lot more than I do. So that right there is telling me that your core group of players efficient. I'm very yeah, efficient. Your core group of, of fans and players are at times still finding that it might be a bit much. Now, if it's a region you've never come to before, absolutely put hordes and hordes for sure. You go into a dungeon, clear that dungeon, leave, and then go back into that dungeon, it better be empty still because you've dealt with that, yeah. that area. If I have a main thoroughfare from one town to another and I've cleared all the enemies, they should not be spawning as fast how, or, or you know, instantly spawning just hundreds of enemies again. It just... Which right. again, that's that's this game, I, and I fully understand that. Um, it just seemed a little frustrating at times. It was just a little much for you. Yeah, yeah. I know that's it's, dude. It's kind of the the style of game, though. It's just like constant. You want high mob density because you're going to get more loot right. and stuff. So right. I I get what you're saying too. I and I do agree because I mean, there's evidence that I've tried to avoid some of it if I could, but. That is kind of the style of the game as well. And I, and so. I forget your initial <laughs> question that started me on this tangent. It, it was, uh, <laughs> do you regret having children? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I'm just> God. <laughs> you're like, you're just trying to get them away and keep going. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. But no, um, the, the graphics were great, even though, you know, it all feels the same and, and story-wise. Graphics were great. Sound quality was great. The sound atmosphere it checked the box for what it was trying to portray, which was creepy and uh, demonic at times and all that. It it puts you into that world. It was great. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't seem like, I don't think anybody ever wakes up and wishes that they lived in Sanctuary. You know, nobody, you know, there there's some settings in games where you're like, yeah, I could live here. You don't want to live here. There's nothing enjoyable about this place. Yeah. And I think that's the atmosphere they're trying to portray is that like you're miserable all the that time. was that was something else because I when we when we talked briefly like we decided to do this Diablo episode yesterday. So well, I mean we we had no choice. I was sitting there like I don't know if you do this now that we've been doing a podcast, but like when we pick a topic, I'll start like coming up with things I want to talk about 
like in the car and and stuff. So yeah. one of them yeah. was, and I don't know the answer to this. You might. I think I know the answer because I of I do. I know the answer. Because of how Diablo is structured, but Sanctuary is bad place. Things are terrible for everybody. There are like yep. angels, or they're the equivalent of angels with uh, what Tyriel and and Ariel and, and Arius yeah, and all that. So, yeah. at any point in any of these Diablo games, do you get to traverse to those areas that are not overrun by demons and maybe see Dude. the sunshine and green grass at any point? So, okay. There's uh, dude, is there is there, again, is there we're a, on the fourth game in this is, series? Is there right? like a Nagrand from from World of, you know? Oh, I don't know if it yeah. ever gets that nice, but I th- so at one point in Diablo three, you go to heaven. There you go. So it's just, but it's not a good time. Uh, it's, I think it's because like <laughs> Diablo himself is like, all right, we're bringing the fight to the home base, kind of thing. All right, you know? more but, red skinned and bloodiness. Well, it's but it's also very like majestic looking right. kind of, you know, but there are like demons there that you're fighting against. Right. But All right. So different landscape, this, but the same same stuff. Yeah. I think if you if you take any it's a it's an eternal war zone essentially. So like anything you build is gonna slow like quick like you know, you're always fighting these demons right. and stuff. It's never it's a never ending conflict between like heavens archangels and and like the evils mm-hmm. of the world and that's what sanctuary is kind of the battleground for that because all the i'm sorry if i get any of this wrong because this is a very expansive game and people are really passionate but lilith is the daughter of mephisto and she got a little bit freaky with anarius back in the day and created the nephilim which are the inhabitants of sanctuary all of the people they're like the adam and eve of sanctuary i think and over time they they were these like super powerful beings but they all just kind of lost a lot of their pizzazz because they just were like <laughs> they were just kind of lazy or something the pizzazz so such a good they word. lost they lost the it factor <laughs> So I think that's like what it is, and and they're you're kind of caught in like a lover's quarrel between the two in this game, and they're both trying. Like I think Inarius is trying to get his like win his win heaven back over because he's been expelled from that cool kids club up up in the sky, and um, Lilith is trying to kind of do her own thing. But yeah, they they were lovers, and we are the kids. I'm not a historian, so you said the the inhabitants of Sanctuary are Nephilim. Yeah. In other story worlds and, and stuff, Nephilims are like when a when a when an immortal being like a, a an angel or a devil or something demon or demon <laughs> have good times with like a mortal. Yeah. Right? So does that mean that are we playing as Nephilim or were Nephilim like a long past thing? They're half angel, half demon in Diablo's world. Okay, so um, not uh, not with a mortal being, but between two, like a Romeo and Juliet situation. Yeah. Gotcha. So I think everybody there is technically Nephilim. They're all the spawn of this mistake right? of Lilith and Inarius getting freaky, I believe. Hmm. But yeah, so it's... And they're all kind of just become modernized and lazy and fat like everyone else. I think, 
I could be wrong. If I am wrong, I want you to directly find me, DM me, send me a letter to my house. Get in the comments. And let me know. I want you, yeah, just, no, I want you to come to my house and just <laughs> explain it to me. Put a, give me a poster board. Tell me all about it. But yeah, so there's a, you know, I, I don't remember why we got on that subject, but we did anyhow. But, oh yeah, because you wanted a happier setting. I, I wanted, you know, I wanted something to, I wanted it to be broken up. Right, like I know yeah. we're in bad times. Hell, give me give me a flashback of like good times. Give me give me give me something know. to break away for for those that that maybe don't want to sit there and see flayed people on the screen the entire you know fifty hours I'm going to put in this <laughs> game. Maybe just break it up a little bit. Give me something. Give me else. like a smiling baby elephant. For, please. Just I mean for the for the story. Right now I know it's the it's the looter. You know that that's that's the main part of the game. But when you're looking at a, I don't know. I I, I feel like just other other games have a mix, so you're not burned out seeing the same thing over and over again. Going completely different uh, franchise, Halo. Right. You've got most of the game look somewhat similar between um, like the the human or whatever their version of human was and the alien race. But then that break from the monotony of it is like the flood. So just some just something to break, break up, up just to break up the the constant slog of just the same thing. No matter what the, the subject matter is, it's just the same over and over and over again. I need something to just. Give me a brief uh, reprieve from from that thing, which in this case is the constant. This is not bloody. the game for you, then, huh? I, I guess I guess not. I mean, again, I I got it because you said, "Hey, we're all playing this game tonight." I said, "Great, I'll get it, and we can all have a good Zero. time." You're just going in blind, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there's ever going to be that that moment it might, where it you might just like be. sit there. Diablo um, 5, I'm trying to think of those and unicorns. That's funny you say that because that was uh, Diablo three had a like the end game of it. There was a rainbows and unicorns zone. Oh, was there really? There really was, and everyone hated it. Oh come on! <laughs> All right. Maybe, it, maybe I'm trying it's to not think of the name. name of it. What was it? Whimsy Shire is what it was called. <laughs> And it, I dude, need it's so. What I need are the, the Diablo Four. I need the Diablo Four Rainbows and Unicorns patch. This is so. DLC. Alec is the target audience for yep, that. Just nonsense me. that everyone hated. I'm sending you a, a picture in Discord of this is. Oh, legitimately, okay, that, that might be a bit much, dude. It, but isn't it? It's funny that you said rainbows and unicorns, and there it is. Oh my goodness! That was the end game. There was like a weird process to acquire that zone. It was like a secret zone. But it's crazy because you just you called it exactly. It's almost like you did more research than you could have ever imagined. No, so that that right there, just looking at that screenshot, I did not play Diablo three. I think I may have played Diablo two then. So Diablo three actually, aside from that, got a lot of complaints that the game was too bright and happy. Really? Yeah, it's funny. I oh, I mean, and, and I and I, you know what? Hey. I fully acknowledge, like, if this is, if the main, Jesus, the main <laughs> fan base is, this is the game that, that you guys like, and, and I may be an outsider coming in thinking the complete wrong set of, or having the wrong set of expectations or or criticisms, I'll say, you know, and it is what it is, but that's, um, that's kind of what I, what I kind of 
Uh, as my as my thoughts, like I, yeah, you know, when we play Heroes of the Storm, one of my favorite. Um, I may not be very good at it, but one of my favorite heroes to play with is the Butcher. Love the Butcher. That's been my uh, one of my. We my, could talk about that. It's been one of my icons. I think in that game forever. You know, uh, it's a really cool character. I, I like it. I like I like that stuff. I don't know. I just I, I think I just wanted something different. All their other games from Blizzard, World of Warcraft, obviously a lot of different areas you can go to, but a very different kind of game. Their StarCraft side, you got the different factions and things that you get to to split up how the game is, where the mechanics are the same. They break up the monotony by seeing different factions and different abilities within those factions they there's breaking it up some right maybe respecking or or playing a different class is what you like that, this that might be a version of that yeah yeah because i've I, and again i've only played a portion of the druid so yeah i fully i fully acknowledge that i may not be the best one to pass judgment on this game but that's what we're here to do three two pass one judgment on this game <laughs> okay so you hated it good to hear no, I didn't hate it. I think I, I might be just being overcritical. I got asked a question of how I how I think about it, so that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, but no, was... I get it. I do. Yeah, no, it's it's all valid. It's true that it is a very like if you're already if you're sad, maybe it's not the best game to play. Like if you're having a, <laughs> I don't know, but maybe it is because you get to take your rage out by turning in, turning into a werebear and smacking some zombies around. It was so so. Here here's one thing I'll say after all of that right when you got one nice thing to say no no when when the four of us were playing yeah when when all four of us had computers that worked uh oh it was a fun gaming experience yeah so so you know i'm i'm i can still you can still enjoy the game i can still have those criticisms right it was still enjoyable right. so yeah. b- both both things can be true right i'm a gaming expert what is the so what is the atmosphere of a game that you enjoy? Like what what game has a very good setting for you? Just Ori, so I know. Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> uh, all right, at, atmosphere. All right, so because it's the top of mind, an atmosphere of a game. Limbo was really good. Let me let me let me get. It's like get dark and terrible and depressing too. I feel like that you well, should. Well, it it Limbo it, feels like it was a game that was made by somebody that lives in sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, you've got kids dying everywhere. Well, no, I mean, okay, so no atmosphere of a game is the feeling it's trying to portray through yeah. your visuals, your sound, voices, and and what feeling it's trying to portray, right? And I think Diablo did a very good job of portraying or, or setting the tone of the of the atmosphere they were trying to get across. They they did that very well. Yeah. Right. They were trying to make it a demon filled, dreary place that everyone hated their their existence living in. Right. Because it was a it was a very bad place. Bad things were happening constantly, and they portrayed that perfectly. Right. Right. Yes. Did I want just in my in my gameplay experience? Did I want for me sitting in my computer or sitting sitting in my computer room? Did I want to just have a little bit of a of a break from that for five minutes? Yes, I did. You imagine if it was raining that week when you tried to play, like it just in real life, just be a little too much. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So wait, what's a good setting for a game for you? What's your 
so like I Assassin's Creed, I love those. Is there that moment of stopping? I guess there is, like where you stop and you you get up on one of those watchtowers and you can kind of look down and see everything. Yeah, and I, and I I we got to do an Assassin's Creed episode because I I I'd like to. There's a, I, I haven't ever played hours. Black Flag, and oh, I know oh, it's oh, oh. I know Black Flag, my the absolute for me top game from that franchise. Give me uh, them pirates. It's so yeah. so good. Uh, the one thing I want to touch on a little bit, um, did you have like a moment that you really enjoyed in the game? Like, was there any, like where you were like, oh, this is it. Or was it just kind of the group play for you? Nope. (laughs) No. No? All right. Moving on. Uh, No, I, uh, Nope. no, the, the playing as a group was great. I did like seeing the Druid specific area. Oh yeah. That was cool. I agree. That was kind of a neat area. Yeah. You know, and and I'll try not to keep shitting on it and saying the same stuff over again. It was, it was a druidy area, with the demons and the dungeons and all that stuff. That it was just a different landscape, right? Yeah. Um, but it was it was I nice to see. Enemy. It was nice to see um, something class specific. Later, later on in the game, you get to kill a lot of humans. Mm. It's pretty nice, right? Heck yeah. It's a little spoiler, maybe, but yeah, you get to kill some good old fashioned people. Uh, one thing I want to say, so later on in the game, there's, you fight a boss named Durio, and he is a boss from Diablo 2, and when I played Diablo 2 back, way back in the day, I remember just basically throwing my corpse over and over and over at this guy, Durio, because it was, I, my build sucked, I was like a melee necromancer that also focused on shooting bone spears or something, it was terrible, I had a very bad build, I didn't know anything about the game. But Durio was this giant, like, worm maggot type thing. Or maybe a mealworm. I don't know. It was like this big... Anyway, it's like, yeah. I'm just constantly throwing my body at this thing. And then late in the game, you you fight him again. And there's zero indication whatsoever that you're going to fight him. There's hardly even a mention of him. But he just comes back. Like, they brought him back, I guess. And when I saw him pop up and it said his name, I was like, here we go, revenge time. Like, this is it. I get to, like, my character this time is good. Like, I have a good build. I'm playing really well. I haven't really died in solo play in forever. Let's go. Dude, this thing stomped me into the ground so hard. I, I died twice back to back. It was it was cool because it was all the stuff that I remembered, like, why it was difficult. It burrows into the ground and creates these giant holes that you can't walk over. So it's constantly changing the environment of the fight. Right. And then it has, it's very quick, even though it's this giant worm, it's very quick. And it just, I mean, it was humbling and it stomped me into the ground. It was cool because I did finally beat it and it felt very rewarding, but it was just crazy because it was, I thought for sure I was going to get my little revenge. Like 12 year old James was going to (laughs) feel real good about it. And I got stomped. Another thing that I thought was kind of neat was the sorry shoot I lost it dude oh when we found the when we were all playing together and we saw the butcher yes it just that, popped up in a dungeon that I think was it was like that oh dang yeah. kind of moment I, I and like the that. butcher is yeah so the butcher is like the the he's very tough like I've only been able to kill him one time mm-hmm. out of all of our times and we did it me and Eric were able to do it by finding a pillar and kind of running around line of sighting him a little bit. 
and healing a little and stuff like that but yeah it's very tough fight and it's kind of like a big gear check like if you see him if you're on hardcore i feel like most people see him when they're playing hardcore and they probably just alt f4 out of the game (laughs) but yeah it was kind of cool i did i did like seeing him i is he a reoccurring like elite in all the diablo games or was he like a story boss in one of them before so i think he was in Diablo three, but he was kind of just like brought back and, but, and that's kind of what revitalized some of his popularity in blizzard lore, but he was a boss in Diablo one. But the thing is you have no indication that he's going to appear at all. You have nothing, right? You're just like traversing through this like dungeon and it's kind of, you know, you're in like a slow spot of a dungeon and then you just hear fresh meat and the guy comes like running at you and chops you up and he's a i guess he's kind of like that's what he does he's a very tough high hitting damage boss right 600 stacks of meat (laughs) and i guess that's kind of what was iconic about it is that you you don't have any indication that he was going to be there and that's like the feeling they brought back in the dungeons too you will just be dominating dominating a dungeon with with the boys and then out of nowhere it's the butcher and you're never ready for it right if you knew the butcher was coming up, like it's a boss fight room and you knew it was going to happen maybe, but you could pull a huge pack of mobs and the butcher comes out of nowhere. And that's kind of why. Yeah. So it's cool. I, I thought that was re- like, it was when we were all playing and just running through it and we got butchered. Yeah. It was like, it It felt good to die. <laughs> I yeah. Know. Yeah. I think that was the first time that we did die in, in our initial playthrough. Oh, we all got obliterated. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was kind of hoping because we immediately went back into that dungeon. I was hoping he was still there so we could kind of give it another shot, but he was gone. Yeah. So. I yeah, and that's also good too because you know you get your shot, and I guess he has a pretty good loot table, uh, okay. pretty good drops from him. So right. you get your one shot, kind of like the treasure goblins. Like you see, we him saw if a you can't ton kill him of treasure goblins. I think I remember, yeah, I don't see that many now. Yeah, I, I, while we were playing, well, since I've been playing, I think we've seen like five or six, which feels like a lot. Yeah, it's not too, it's not, I think there's less now, maybe they're more frequent when there's a lot of players, right. or maybe just the fact that we had more people, we noticed them more. Yeah, those were, those but, were, I th- and I think we got all of them except for one, the last one that I experienced, I think he got away. Yeah, they they always get away from me when I'm playing by myself, yeah. but my character hits like once every hour for really hard. <laughs> one thing that, I guess Blizzard is aware of this, doesn't really matter, but the loot table for druids is like all whacked out right now, and it has been. There's like a lot of reports of druids are getting like barbarian drops and they're not supposed mm. to. Like there's something wrong with it. I don't know. So it makes they're very difficult to gear up. One thing that was bothering and me that's... with our loot was I would continuously get drops for things that yeah. I think were be better for your build, but they they that's yeah, but they were total garbage for me. So yeah, I'm in, I'm encountering that nonstop right now. Yeah, like so in the I, end game, I, I get so much stuff trying to push me into being like tornado build. Yeah, and I, I feel think. like Blizzard, especially like taking World of Warcraft as an example. I remember you telling me a story. I think before I really started playing World of Warcraft, of you spent like months doing like raiding every week with your guild and all that, and like the thing finally dropped the day you weren't there. Right, it was like some. It sounds about yeah. like my experience with and, that game. And over the years, they've kind of softened your experience. Some t- some would say for the better. Some would say some would say for detriment of the game. It was Deathbringer's will. 
but they would make it easier and more streamlined for people to play, get loot, and get loot that was relevant to what they were playing, right? Even to the point now where I think, say you're playing a druid in World of Warcraft, when a, when a, a, a legendary item drops, it is good for all specs, right. but based on what spec you're on, it will enable certain I think that uh, reduces the... Right. So, longevity of the game by doing that though right right so i'm just saying i so why i brought that up i think it was i was surprised that blizzard softening their other games to that level going to diablo 4 you're getting loot that is completely useless or in the case of getting barbarian stuff like their loot tables are are messed up so it was just a surprising thing to see same same company, same same uh, developer for these other games, and they've they've gotten this formula down. I mean, WoW's still a pretty big game. It's just for their their loot table on Diablo Four, brand new game should be polished right off launch. You're yeah, getting these weird the, loot table. The loot problems. table problem so. is is definitely an issue. I get what you're saying. I think it would decrease the longevity of the game a little bit if it if the items adapted to your spec, because then you could just easily respec but the reason there is the option of salvaging for materials so there's materials you can only get from legendary items by salvaging them so they're not useless to acquire them it's just your their currency you just don't well, i think don't know i think because yet. of because of the the current level i'm at it's like okay yeah. i'm building this thing specific to like not doing the the wear bear for example right so when you give me loot and i can only get a benefit from it if i have a talent that is wear bear specific yeah so what am i going to do with that i'm either going to salvage it That's or sell it or whatever it's like it it just i feel like so there's another thing too know. that i don't know if we really knew it when we were playing all together but you can get aspects from dungeons or take the aspects off of some gear and imprint it on other gear later on so oh, you can take a you can go through a dungeon acquire a codex of power and then you can upgrade any rare like yellow or yellow item to a legendary status okay and and then make it for your build so event All eventually right. yeah okay so it's, you know i guess adds a grinding aspect of trying to get the oh, stuff yeah, you this can't use to yeah i, I think that kind of is that I, do you have anything else you want to add about it do you want to talk about the setting a little bit more um yeah we, we probably could give a, a i mean you'd have to run it um a general like story setup of what people could uh, encounter or what they have i didn't get through the whole thing did you end up finishing the main plot yeah i did i finished it I want to say like maybe the day after it was actually released. So it took me like six days to complete. It would right. have been faster, but every every time someone else logged on that wasn't up to my story, I opted to play on their thing. And I've still been doing that. So Jason just finished the game last night. And I, sorry, my dog is growling at something. Uh, Jason just finished the story last night, and I'm that means I'm playing on tier two. So my gear that I'm getting is, in, is not relevant. So... Right. I'm essentially just getting some materials by playing with him and, you know, helping him through the game or whatever, just for the fun aspect of it. But yeah, I finished it. It was a good ending. I liked, I don't know, I liked the game overall. And it the game picked up a lot towards the end. Mm -hmm. There was like one part, man. If anybody's listening, dude, the desert where you're walking through a sandstorm, good God. And then there was like a mission where you're walking through a snake storm, essentially. 
it's like the sandstorm 2.0 but you're just following a snake man it's just like they don't need to put that kind of crap in games anymore it's fine yeah well, i don't know i liked it it was a good game the story ended well i'll we'll play it i think you know it, i started another character too already but i don't i'm right. gonna probably shelf it and stop but uh yeah it's been I, fun. i'll probably play again i yeah, uh, i'm still going through death stranding which we haven't recorded yet so depending on when this comes out we've most recently released ori in the blind forest bioshocks in the way we're still playing death stranding and then yeah. we snuck diablo in so I'm uh, I'm a little behind on 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 some stuff here, so I want to wrap up Death Stranding before I get too far into Diablo. But yeah, Diablo I feel like is going to be one of those games that we keep playing for a while. There will be seasons which are going to reset like your characters, and you'll play through the story again, kind of. Right. Um, but it'll be new mechanics introduced to the game. You know, like shrines are in the game right now, but I think like they'll introduce maybe a new, like a new type of shrine or just a new gimmick of the game that kind of switches it up. And then if it, if it's a good mechanic, they leave it in for the main game, but your characters usually reset when they, when they do that. So it's kind of like what Path of Exile does now, if you're into that kind of game, these types of games are very time consuming. And then eventually there isn't much to talk about other than the mechanic and the best way to get loot so i don't know i feel like this is going to be one of the games that we kind of migrate to off and on back and forth heroes got a little stale for a while there it hasn't been updated in nine years so yeah <laughs> i and oh man i got into a little spat with somebody on heroes last time i like like two like another player ago. Yeah, like like. Oh, okay. I was like, man, I don't remember that. Like a couple, a couple of weeks ago, for some weird reason, I think after we recorded something, I like, I was bored. I I think you went to go do something. I was like, let me just play a heroes match, and I won. I came up MVP on Butcher, and people were just giving us all, like, give me all this. They might have been trolling, but it was just the player base of Heroes of the Storm right now is just pure garbage. I feel and, like the player base of every game I play kind of sucks. Like I played Counter-Strike a little while ago with one of yeah. our friends and I, I'm not experienced with the game. I think I'm mm -hmm. decent at shooters, but I'm not, I don't know all of the details of the game, but like they've tried, I made one little mistake and then there's like a vote to kick me out of the game comes up. I'm like, come on, man. Just, yeah, you know, like it's, I think we would have lost that either way. I don't think yeah. it comes down to me. You were the first one to die. Probably the guy that initiated the vote. You yeah. were dead before me, so yeah, I don't that's, know. That, People are crazy. I, 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 the older I get, the more I gravitate towards games that are story driven versus a like Diablo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So get a Steam Deck. God, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, killing me. I'm killing you. Yeah, dude. They go well. Maybe with the. ROG ally people will sell them third party for a little bit cheaper or something too. But Maybe. it is a console too. Like I know. that's something you have to consider. It's not just like a cell phone, but there's also like third party things that function really similarly that maybe are cheaper. It's an investment, yeah. but I've definitely gotten my money's worth out of it for sure. <sighs> Man, we just need more people to listen on Apple podcast. Yeah. We just get us a steam deck sponsor me valve. All right. Let's see here. So yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode for Diablo four. So you overall, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I'm going to continue to enjoy it. I, I look forward to the next time you want to play as, again as well. Uh, I think that 
the level oh we never mentioned it but the level scaling is super good you kind of briefly like t- like tapped a finger on it but yeah. the level scaling in the game makes it a lot more enjoyable for people that can't play all at the same time but yeah i enjoyed it i'm looking forward to playing with with more of the groups i think when everybody kind of ends up in the same end game area it'll be a little bit more enjoyable again because right now it's pretty spread everyone's getting a little bit spread out yeah yeah but no i'm not going to discount it fully i i definitely am going to play the game i won't be playing it by myself yeah but i'll definitely when we have our our game nights i'll i'll definitely hop in yeah i'll look up a couple like do you think you'd rather be a wolf boy or a bear child (laughs) um if i'm going melee I typically try to be higher DPS. If I had to, um, if I had to guess, I'd say Wolf would probably be like faster and more agile to do quicker attacks and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably go Wolfy Boy or the game wants you to do it or, or play a different class altogether. Oh, shoot. You know? Yeah. So I know, dude. Part of the... One of the, what, four or five classes. So, yeah. The, it seems like if you want melee and fast, I started playing the... I'm almost done with Act 1, and I'm, like, level 10. That's how quick and just ridiculous the Assassin Rogue whatever class is. It's kind of nuts. Okay. Oh, the, you know, the, there was one thing I, w- I was going to bring up for this episode, and now, uh, who knows if I'll put it in, because it's, like, so random. But I, I mentioned earlier, as we're trying to do our outro, I mentioned earlier where I'll, like, be in the car thinking of things to talk about for an episode. Yeah. I think you were, did I tell you the story when we were trying to name our son, our most recent boy? Uh, you wanted another name that started with We wanted a, a letter, a D. A D, a D, a D name. Yeah, so, Deckard. Deckard? Uh, yeah, I was going to name, I, I pitched to my wife and she quickly shut it down. Come um, on, Deckard's name, a good name. name. Deckard. And I thought it was great. So we, we wanted a D name. So our initials right now in the family, mine's A, my wife starts with a C, my son starts with a B, our, our oldest son. So we were already A, B, C in the house. I was like, we got to have a D name, right? And uh, we ended up not going with a D name because they all suck. Sorry, everybody named, I don't know, Doug. Sorry, um, Daryl. Daryl. Your name Damian. sucks, Dave. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, what about Deckard? And I was... That's like, a good name. Like 90% serious. And she rapidly said, no, that's terrible. And she, she didn't know the game connection. Oh, right. yeah. What, dude, just name your son Diablo. Diablo. I said, so like when we, were still picking, when, I, when we were still picking names or trying to pick names, I would send her like just random words throughout the day that started with D. Uh, Durango, Diablo, um, dungarees you know stuff like that but yeah i like dungarees, I, I, yeah. I tried you know for those that are saying hey this guy doesn't like diablo at all i tried to name my son deckard so i tried right we did <laughs> the best we could oh uh, and with that i think we're gonna go ahead and roll that music Thanks so much for listening. That wraps up our discussion for Diablo 4. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know with a thumbs up, a comment, or sharing with your friends and family. If you're able to do so, play along with us. We'll post upcoming games to our socials and what games are up next at the end of each episode. This has been 321 Backlog. 
by Alec and James. You can connect with us on any of our social media pages and by sending us an email at 321backlog at gmail.com. Until next time. Thank you.